wellspring, matters of the heart in relationships. There is that one moment in life as a young person when the pangs of love grip you and your heart burns with love. At times you struggle with your relationship. You are vexed with what the future holds. What is the word of God to say concerning the matters of the heart in relationships? Join Reverend Nomatuturu on a weekly podcast as he shares practical lessons and a personal experience on love. Build a solid foundation for your love life according to the word of God, which is our light and lamp. Let's dive right in. Like a dove When I found you I found love Wow, wow. What an exciting time every Monday as we gather as the Wellspring team hearing nuggets that can help our young people build strong relationships and also the merits mending one or two things in their marriages. Welcome, welcome dear listeners. The Wellspring team appreciates your unwavering support. Allow me to pray today. Father, we thank you today. We bless your name. We thank you for your loving kindness and your mercies over our lives. Heavenly Father, as we come before your throne tonight to hear from your word, Heavenly Father, I pray that may anoint these lips of clay. Lord, use me to minister to your people, Lord, those that are struggling in their love relationships. Help them through your word, Lord, even those struggling in their marriages. Help them also through your word, in Jesus' name, amen. Last week, we looked at Esther's character that helped her to be marriageable. Our series that we started two weeks ago is How to Be Marriageable, and we say that we'll look into biblical characters of young ladies and young men who got married and married and see what we can glean from their characters. And last week when we first, the first person we looked at was Esther, a young lady in the book of Esther, and we contrasted a character with Vashti, who was a contemporary queen then, and we saw the things that, the, the, the life of Esther and the things that she believed in that caused her to be marriageable, that caused her to win the position of queen in place of Vashti. Today, we continue with another biblical character that I love. You know, at the end of uh, starting this biblical character, this young lady, I was emotionally moved. I was emotionally moved. The word of God is amazing. The word of God is powerful. It's amazing. It shapes us. It transforms us. And I believe that today you will be helped as we look at Ruth, the Moabite. Why are we using the word of God? We use the word of God because it is our standard. And when we live what the word of God says, I believe our love relationships, young people will be helped. I also believe that for those who are married, you will clean one or two things that can help you navigate one or two challenges in your marriage and you will be helped eventually. Who was Ruth? Ruth was a Moabite lady who was daughter-in-law of Naomi. Naomi was an Israelite woman whose family moved to Moab from Bethlehem. There was famine in Bethlehem. And so Naomi's husband, Elimelech, left Bethlehem and went to Moab 
uh, with his wife, Naom, and his two sons, Malon and Kilion. And we are told that when they were there in the foreign land in Moab, the husband Elimelech died. The two sons, though they were now married, they both died. And Naomi was left with Ruth and Opa, her two daughters-in-law. Now, in the process of time, Naomi heard that God had visited Bethlehem. And she said, I'm going back to my people. And now this is the scene where we meet Ruth and her, her fame here, I would, I would say. Ruth finds herself single by circumstances. I've explained that she lost her husband, Marlon. And when Naomi now wants to go back to Bethlehem, Ruth has now come to know the God of Naomi and also desires to go with her, you know. And I want to draw our attention to what Ruth says to Naomi is her statement of going back with her or going back with her to her people. When Naomi asks her to go back to her people, to go back to their codes, and we see that, you know what, the Bible is clearly, explicitly says to us that and Naomi entreating them or asking them, Ruth and Opa, her his sister-in-law, to go back to their gods, gods with a small g. So meaning that Moab, Moab was a foreign land and there were gods in Moab that were worshipped other than the god of Israel, the god whom Naomi knew. So you see that Ruth, you know, pleads with Naomi and says, entreat me not to leave you, mm-hmm. not to restrain from following you. Your God shall be my God. Eh? Your people shall be my people. Where you dwell, I will dwell. Where you, you, I mean, where you die, I will die. Eh? So we see that one word that describes this young lady, Ruth, is her spirituality. Last week when we looked at Esther, we said one word that that envelops her character is humility. But for Ruth is her spirituality. And we will unpack Ruth's spirituality as we look into that the word of God. We unpack her spirituality into nine points. I believe you'll enjoy it today, dear ladies, and some young men, of course. But we will enjoy. So the overall word that describes youth, Ruth, one thing that caused her to be marriageable was her spirituality. Number one, her spirituality is seen in her faith. Mm, this is amazing. Here is a lady who outrightly abandons the gods of her fathers in Moab and embraces a new God whom she has learned from her mother-in-law. So she has faith in God for the future. We see that Ruth is a faith in God for the future, including a husband whom she doesn't know where he will come from. Because the Bible tells us, dear beloved, that when, when, when Naomi was saying, you know, you, you, I can't go with you. Even if I'm to marry, to remarry and have sons, will you wait for the sons to grow and marry them? So, but we see that Ruth was a woman of faith. Ruth was a young lady of faith. She faithed for a husband. I'm sure, you know, this woman was amazing, a woman of faith. She believes she is part of Naomi's, you know, people who are not even there. And I want to say that for a young lady to marry, for you to be marriageable, you must have faith to marry. 
Many young ladies, you hear them saying, no, you know, at, at church, the, the, the guys are few in the church. The guys are younger in the church. But you must believe that you will get married. Then you will get married like what Ruth did. So young ladies, we see that Ruth was a spiritual woman. And you, your proper devotion to God is very important in this regard as I speak about faith. It's important as a young person. Your spirituality as a single young lady is very important. Prioritize your word life, your prayer life, your service in God's house. You know why? Because marriage will come with its own fair of challenges. I believe that even when Ruth was faithing to say, I'll go with you, Naomi, I believe God will do something for me. The same that you need to do as a young lady. Why? Because marriage comes with its own fair of challenges. And it's important to have a God whom you have embraced, whom you personally know. So, and, uh, and you know, you know that it's your spirituality that will sustain you, you not your education. Not your physical beauty, not your complexion. By the way, you can be a yellow born, a black beauty, African beauty, whatever. No, your connections, but your spirituality will sustain you. So your personal relationship with God is important, not your relationship with the pastor or the church. So you'll notice that, you know what, Boaz recognized Ruth's spirituality. Not her calves, by the way, eh? but her spirituality is what caused her to be marriageable. So as a young lady, may I encourage you young ladies, even young men, to invest more in your spirituality. You know, it's amazing that at times you find young ladies and young men who don't even have a Bible of their own. Even if they have it in their phones, they don't bother reading the word of God. So we see there that... um. We see there that Ruth was a woman of faith. So young lady, you're a young man, you must open your heart to the word of God. Your diligence and divine things will bring you before great men like Ruth. Number two, Ruth was able to be counseled. Huh? Her spirituality caused her to be a woman was able to be counseled. You know, it means that she had a teachable spirit. One of the things that will cause you to be marriageable as a young lady, young man, is to have a teachable spirit. We also see this trait in Esther, by the way. So what we say, what we mean by her being able to be counseled is that we see Naomi will tell her what to do most of the times. Naomi would tell her, would instruct her, as the word of God says in Titus 2, that older ladies, older women must train, must teach younger ladies. So Ruth was able to be counseled. So firstly, she was told to go and glean and she does exactly that. You know, she was then told not to go to other fields and she listened again. Again, remember, this is a culture she is new to. She had to depend on Naomi and listen to her. So she embraced the traditions of Naomi's religion because she had a, a, a teachable spirit. Young ladies, you want to be marriageable. You want to be married. It's important to have a teachable spirit. A lot of our young people, you know, they, 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 they no longer value counsel. They no longer value to be taught. They no longer value wisdom from older women who have worked with God, you know, and especially in the area of relationships, it's important. Many of us, 
Our advice we get from the internet, from Netflix, from Antisor and so, who is not even born, born again. But Ruth was told by Naomi what to do and she did exactly as she had been advised. So Ruth also realized that the counsel that I'm getting from Naomi is because Naomi has higher wisdom. It's important, dear young lady, if you are not yet married, to recognize those whom God has placed above you to be women with the wisdom more than you have and you know that God has placed those people above you. Proverbs eleven fourteen says in the multitude of counselors there is suffered. May I say to young people hearing the sound of my voice today that it's important to have people who speak into your life. Yeah. Remember also that Ruth was taking counsel from a mother-in-law, which in the normal African setup, really, that is very difficult, you know. That is very difficult. It's not easy to, 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 to take counsel from a mother-in-law. It shows that Ruth went beyond the natural relations. She was a spiritual girl. She was a spiritual girl. Also, another aspect we see in her being counseled, behaving a teachable spirit is trust. The, the same thing we see in, 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 in Esther also. Naomi su suggests that Ruth goes instead to glean with the maidens of Boaz and she trusts her mother-in-law. Remember, Boaz had told her to, 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 to glean together with the young men. And when she gets to her mother-in-law, where she stayed with her, she explains to her that the, the men I saw said I should glean with the young men. But Naomi reverses that and says, no, instead, glean with the young ladies and she trusts her. So we see that Ruth was willing and opened her heart to teaching, to counsel, you know. It's amazing. Some of us are the alphas and omegas of our lives. And said to say that in the process, we hate ourselves, young people, if we don't get counsel from those who have walked the life of relationships, let alone the life of marriages. So we see that in, 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 in Ruth. Number three, Ruth had a positive reference point. Mm. You know, there is no way where Ruth is not is mentioned outside Naomi. There is need to have a reference point in order for you to be marriageable. It could be your church, your reference point. Your pastor could be a reference point. Your service in God's house could be a reference point for you. Someone looks at you and attaches a value to what is attached to you. You know, it attaches a value to you because of the church where you come from, the God whom you serve, the, the, the pastor whom you serve, the, your, your, your whole overall character, your, your, the person whom you serve. We see Elisha. Elisha's reference point was being a servant of Elijah. And it made people respect him. Sometimes when you want to be found, dear young ladies, it can be a door for you to be married just to mention of your spiritual father, just the mention of your spiritual father. You, we read in Ruth chapter 2, 11, where Boaz says to Ruth that I heard what you did to your mother-in-law, how that you left your people and came to be joined to her people. So you need a good reference point. Even, let's, let's be honest, when you are looking for a job, you go for an interview, there is what we call reference checks. Before we, we, we an organization engages you to be their employee, after an interview, they will do what they call reference checks from where you have once worked. So it's important. And the door can open for you because of a reference point, a reference check that had been made on you. So Ruth had a reference, a, a reference point. Do you have a reference point as a young lady? 
Do you have a reference point as a young man? Or wherever your name is mentioned, it's, ah, that one married your own risk. I believe that no, 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 no. We are young people with a positive reference point. So it's very important to know that your positive reference point will earn you a good marriage as a young lady, as a young man. Number four, Ruth was a respectable lady. Ruth was a respectable lady. What do we mean? I mean, respectable in terms of that she she she, she had respect in herself. You, you know, the Bible says that she called Boaz my Lord and called herself a maid servant, showing you her humility, her respectful character, her politeness, and her, and her politeness at the same time. Ruth chapter 3 verse 10 shows us that this lady respected herself. The Bible says that in, in, the, in the book of Corinthians that everyone must have control over her vessel. So we see that she respected herself. She honored her vessel. She was not desperate despite the fact that she was a widow. And also there was no prospect of getting a husband through Naomi, to be honest. But the Bible says she didn't throw herself on either great or small, rich or poor. She didn't have a wrong sense of value. So her respectability also came from the fact that she was teachable. We can see that she humbled herself. She learned that from Naomi, her mother-in-law. Number five, Ruth was a humble, humble lady. We see this also in Esther. So we see, you know, the Bible is amazing. The pattern of the word of God is amazing. The standard of the word of God is amazing. In the manner in which she related with Naomi and addressing Boaz, we see that, you know what, it takes humility to address people properly. It takes humility to address people properly. So guys, let's be honest. Ruth was a humble lady. You know, when I read how Naomi would instruct Ruth Every time, you know, it takes humility to be instructed to go in bath, guys, <laughs> and anoint yourself with oil and dress in your best garment without taking offense, especially from a mother-in-law. <laughs> and Naomi instructed Ruth, go in bath, anoint yourself with anointing oil, perfumed oil, and dress in your best garment. She was so humble. It takes humility. It takes humility. Her humility is in her softness also. You know, she was an easily flowing lady. We see this in Esther. Some, some of these things, you can't run away from them, dear young ladies. We see from the word of God, she, she was working at the fields. Where she was working at the fields, it was amazing. Where she stayed, it was amazing how she would be humble to take instructions. Gentleness, humility are key to you young ladies if you are to marry. Amen, amen, amen. Number six, Ruth took care of herself physically. You know, of course, at the advice of Naomi, her physical appearance also was important. Naomi told her to bath in Ruth chapter 3 verse 3, anoint herself with oil. We see also that for Queen Esther, that you know what, your physical appearance was important. So dear young ladies, your physical appearance is important. Look good also as a young lady. The Bible says that our beauty must not be outward. Only meaning that for the word of God, outward beauty is a foregone conclusion that you should look good as a young lady. Don't say that, you know what, as long as I'm prayerful, I love the Lord, but thing is, it doesn't matter. Do your hair nicely. 
Don't make up look like a lady. You know, you must, it's important for you to be on point if you are to be marriageable. Don't dress like a kiosk, young ladies. A kiosk, everyone walks in and out. Mm -hmm. A kiosk, everything is in the open. You know, you can be fashionable without being naked, by the way. We must know that it's important to physically look well, look, look, look smart, look neat, look clean, look fresh. Uh -huh. Take care of yourself, dear young ladies. Dress modestly. Mm. Even when it, it, it comes to dressing, allow the older women to assist you. Yeah. It's not in nakedness that you attract for marriage. It's not. Dress modestly. You can be very fashionable and still be attractive and not naked. So we see that, you know, now Ruth was able to, to renew herself. She could adjust to her stage of life. You know, she was attractive because she took care of herself physical. Number seven, Ruth was a lady of dignity. We see that, you know, through instruction, she's not, she was told by Naomi not to make herself known. Eh? She was told that, you know what, do not reveal your identity when you go to the threshing floor. In other words, she was t teaching you of self-dignity, you know, self-dignity. The same thing we see that Mordecai did with Esther. Say, don't reveal your, your identity. Don't reveal yourself. So you have to wait, dear young lady, up until the brother says something. Remember, we have been teaching in the world spring that, you know, it is not lady to ask a guy out. It's not being ladies, you know. We have to be said for dear ladies, you know. She goes after Boaz is done with the drinking. She's not fast forward, you know. She was cancelled well. She was cancelled. When she gets home, Naomi says, it's okay. The person will not rest until she has sorted out your issue. That's what she, uh, Naomi says to her. You know, so it's important that, you know, we become women and ladies of value, you know. And it was true, by the way. Naomi was actually saying that, you know what, this guy won't rest until she has sorted out your matter. If you have shown that you are a woman of value, of dignity, if a guy has noticed you, he will not rest. He will still come. He will not rest up until your issue is sorted. So it's very important. Number eight, we see that Ruth was a hard worker. In Ruth chapter 2, verse 2, we see that in her own accord, she sought to go and glean, you know. We cannot take away diligence and hard work as traits needed for one to be married. Remember, laziness is not should not be part of our lives as young ladies. Be hardworking. In Ruth chapter 3, verse 11, Boaz also says and confirms and says, everyone knows that you are a virtuous woman, a woman of bravery, according to the Amplified Classic Version, says a woman of bravery, a woman of excellence, a woman of capability. And when you look at Proverbs 31, that woman was amazing. She's a hard worker. And I want to say to our young ladies here, be busy with one or two projects. The Bible says that God said it's not good for men to be alone. Genesis 2.18. I'll send him a help meet. So a help meet meaning that you need to be helped and you cannot be helping if you are a lazy person. Find your hands doing something in your life as a young lady. So in, in, in Ruth 3 verse 11, it's a testimony of a hard work. She was able to prove herself in two months that you know what, she is a hardworking lady. Number nine, as we conclude, Ruth was kind and very generous. Ladies, may I share this one thing with you? Men don't want stingy women. They don't want stingy women. 
Ruth 2 verse 14. It tells us that after she had been given some food to eat, she ate and she kept some back. And in verse 18, chapter 2, 18, it says that uh, when she went back to her home, to her mother-in-law, she shared with her what she had left for her. If she was someone stingy, she would have eaten everything or just left, but she cared for her mother-in-law. She would share everything. When we read in Ruth chapter 3, verse 16, she had been given six apples of barley, and she carried all those to give to her mother-in-law. This is the point, dear young ladies, that you know my heart was so touched. I said, what type of a lady was this one? Kind, generous. She never thought that, you know what, this is my mother-in-law and so forth. Now I'm in the hands of a man and so forth. She remembered to be generous. May I say to you, young lady, your generosity will open a door for you to be married. Your generosity, your kind heart, your kindness will cause you as a young lady to be marriageable. You know, don't be a stingy young person. I often argue to say that many mothers who are stingy will put who hide food in the bedroom under the carpets, who hide food in the trunks, who count slices for the helper, you count the number of teaspoons for the helper in the home. It doesn't start as a married woman, but it would have started when you are a young lady. Are you not a stingy young lady? But Ruth was kind. She was generous. No wonder why she is in the lineage of the Messiah, our compassionate high, high, high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ. You never know, my dear young lady. I was so touched when I read about this Ruth. Her heart was amazing. Her overall spirituality. Ruth loved, she respected, she honored Naomi. What a girl she was. She got herself married to, and today we mention her in the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ. So dear young ladies, I leave the challenge with you. We looked at Ruth today. We say the overall character is described in one way, their spirituality. We see her faith, number one. Number two, we see that she was able to be cancelled. She had a teachable spirit. Number three, Ruth had a positive reference point. Number four, Ruth was a respectable lady. Number five, Ruth was humble. Number six, Ruth took care of herself physically. Number seven, we see that Ruth was a lady of dignity. Number eight, we see that Ruth was a hard worker. Number nine, as we concluded, Ruth was kind and very generous. Somebody is hearing me teaching today, but you have never given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. May I allow you to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's impossible to have all these character traits if you are not a spiritual person. You have not given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because all this, I believe, it comes through the help of the Holy Spirit. Say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come before you realizing that I'm a sinner. Forgive me and wash me with your precious blood. Thank you for your grace, your love upon my life. In Jesus' name, amen. This is the most important decision that a man, a woman can make to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior. And I believe that it's important to seek to grow spiritually and know the Lord more in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Allow me to close. Father, we thank you for this teaching, Lord, as we have delved into Ruth's character that will enlighten our characters as young ladies. 
In Jesus' name, I pray, Lord, to help our young brothers and sisters as they build for their love relationships and eventually into their marital relationships. We thank you. We bless you. Amen. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen. Let's meet again next week as we look at one young lady we find in the Word of God, Rebecca. God bless you.